The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hour number two of the early line on this Friday morning, right here on Sports. I'm Kevin Walsh. That's Donnie Wrightside. So figure we'll get you some college action here on Friday. We've got a ranked team, a top 10 team in the country, playing some college football tonight. It's the USC Trojans. They play the worst team in the Pac 12, maybe the worst Power Five team in the country. That's Colorado. It's a 34 and a half point line, big time total, 66 and a half. What jumps out, DRS, when you see these lines? Yeah, outside of the win that, as you said, Colorado picked up against California 20-13. to Let's take a look at the points that this Colorado defense has given up in the last five games. or Actually, four out of the last five games. 43-42-42-49. So I guess we could pencil in USC into the 40s somewhere. But also, how high does USC need to go? Is this one of those games where you say to yourself, hey, we need all the padding that we can get, Kevin, once it comes down to playoff time. If we have that one loss and we got to show up, we got to make sure that we put it on teams. You can't just roll your helmet out and say, hey, it's a win's a win, man. Beat Colorado 21 to 14. That's not going to work. They got to score a lot of points tonight. Maybe a total's in the works because every point could decide your fate getting into that final top four. I just want to say what's so. That's fascinating, by the way. Their game next week is against UCLA. How much do they mm-hmm. look to run it up? How much are they resting, guys? It's tough to say, right? Here's what I love. So you just heard Donnie say for the last five that they've allowed Colorado, 43, 42, 42, 49. Zero of those final tallies would be good enough to get USC over their team total tonight. It is 49 <laughs> and a half. But I have a bet for you, DRS. I think, that this will be, I think you're going to be on this. I think you're going to be far too tempted to not have a piece of this number. So Caleb Williams over under two and a half passing touchdowns. Now that right there might be enough to get anyone to the window. Team totals 49 and a half. You're talking about scoring seven touchdowns and still being underneath the number. Pretty simple. He's gone over that now in five of seven Pac-12 games. The two times he missed it, they scored 17 and 30. The other times they were into the 40s. So again, we're dealing with a team total here at 49 and a half. It's less than half the touchdowns he'd need to throw for. Here's my favorite part about this, though. If you remember just a couple, last week against the Houston Texans, Donnie calls for Jalen Hurts over one and a half passing touchdown prop because he wants him to throw a bunch of touchdowns at the five-yard line. And he did throw one touchdown very short distance. Donnie knows that he, he believes that these teams are going to try and find their way to get their quarterbacks the Heisman Trophy. Caleb Williams has thrown 28 touchdowns this season. 18 of them have been inside the 10-yard line, and another one of them at the 11. Basically, every single time that they're in scoring territory, Caleb Williams calls Caleb Williams' number. It's all him. Two and a half passing touchdowns, DRS looks far too light. 
Yes, and I, I like your angle on this, too, because when you're still fighting for recognition, and keep in mind the Heisman Trophy is important, not just for the player himself, but the head coach that's built himself on, you want to come here and play quarterback, you win Heisman Trophies, let's get another one. You might see the Ohio State statue come in and say, what does that actually mean, Donnie? Where you're running him up the flagpole, but your quarterback doesn't have his stats yet, so maybe he plays into the fourth quarter in a 40-point blowout win to make sure he throws at least three touchdown passes. So I hear where you're going here, but you're right. He wants to throw touch. What's more impressive for a quarterback in college? Oh, he ran three in or he threw three in. To win the Heisman, it's actually throwing three in. I like where you're going here. Especially when you're competing against Hendon Hooker and C.J. Stroud, right? And their big numbers, 28 touchdowns to one pick this year for Caleb Williams. Radio audience is mm. live on a Friday morning. It's the early line, Sirius XM Channel 159. Having some college basketball tonight, Gonzaga, Michigan State. Michigan State not ranked, but uh, receiving votes in the AP poll. Kent Pop uh, has them as a top 35 team. So uh, that's how you get an 11.5 point line here out in California. Uh, the Zags uh, are uh, looking at a total here in this game, 140. Five against Sparty. When when you see this on the surface, again, I know it's early season. I know it's a little different. I know you don't like doing much college basketball early. But yeah. is there anything that you can glean off of these numbers here to push you in a certain yes. direction? Yes, uh, and I'm going to keep this short and sweet. It's Michigan State, oh, no. Power 5 school versus Gonzaga, basically a Power 5 school. Hey, I want to bet this game. I can't wait to bet this game. Let me explain something to you here, because maybe some people don't know. Ooh, it's going to be a good one here. I can't wait for it. Playing this game on an aircraft carrier. You heard that right. An aircraft carrier that's in the water in San Diego. You're going to bet this game where two teams are playing outside on an aircraft carrier. That's all. <laughs> that, the game is currently not available on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Is, is that why, by chance? Because they don't know how to book an aircraft carrier game. I'm I'm not sure. Again, I mean, yeah, but you're a trend guy. I mean, give me the trends on these aircraft carrier games. I'm, Are we scoring, not let scoring, me tell you or like I don't upsets have them in, in the, the back making? pocket? But I I know that they exist out there, and they're probably substantial. Let me sneak this one in quickly. Villanova and Temple. I, can you see anything in the numbers? I know this is quick, but it's four and a half, five and a half. Yeah. That tells you why this number is what it is. Temple's opening game, they were 16-point home favorite against Wagner. Lost outright in overtime. What is this line? Yeah. Now, I, I, it just may be a, a city game, big five, big time. Trust me, though. I've been to the city big five games here, and specifically a few years ago when Villanova had Jalen Brunson and took it on the road to Temple and smashed them here. I know it's a rivalry. They're both going to get up for this game, but I, I don't see the difference in why that number is at where it's at low. Uh, Villanova for me until I can see something out of Temple. Yeah, I mean, it looks five, yeah. six, seven points too light there. Interesting spot. No doubt. We keep things rocking here. It is the early line on a Friday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack. And save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses. Plus, updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Bills Vikings is arguably the most important game of the week. It's a shame that this is not a fully healthy. Yes. Damn, that's how big it is. More. That's how big it is. More. Yeah. More. More. I guess they did they think that my intro was not big enough. They wanted me to redo it. Uh, did I yeah. not come in with enough juice for Bills Vikings? Mm-hmm. Well, we lost Do the juice because Josh Allen's not playing. The three and a half point line it was supposed to be nine and a half, which would have been a lot of fun to come in and talk about uh, the Bills and the insane numbers that they consistently lay. So let's start with this. Do you expect Josh Allen to play? And then based on that answer, where do you expect this line to close? I do not expect Josh Allen to play because if he's out at practice, there's two ways you can be out at practice. You can be out there with a helmet on, running through the plays, but saying, you know what, I'm not going to throw the football, but I just want to get in the groove and get my mental reps down. And you can just show Josh Allen at practice with a sneaks on and a hat and walking around to practice, not really involved in things. I don't think he plays at the spot. So I don't know if we're at that hedge because the Buffalo Bills are still a really good football team. You have a competent backup quarterback coming in. You're at home in Buffalo. Now, granted, this is the Minnesota Vikings. You're not coming in playing the Houston Texans, right? They're a really good football team. Only one loss in the season. And again, that was to the Philadelphia Eagles. They don't have any losses on the season here. So I think this line, once we announce Josh Allen is out, will stay at three and a half, maybe go to three. I can't see. And honestly, maybe I'm wrong on this. I can't see it getting below three here, even with Case Keenum as the backup quarterback. So I do. I don't think he plays. I think it gets down to a flat three. But that is because of how much people love Buffalo. Why is it crazy that a backup quarterback would be a pick against a seven and one football team? Like, why is that notion crazy? I know we don't think Minnesota is maybe as good as a seven and one record is here, but is Josh Allen not the team? Like, if Chad Henney hosted the Minnesota Vikings. Would you really lay three and a half with Kansas City? I feel like you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I know people think that Buffalo is better, but isn't it isn't it the Josh Allen show? Like, are we firing away on Stephon Diggs over receiving yards in a revenge spot? It's a Case Keenum revenge spot. What's the game plan? What's the approach? Why why would you? So basically, then, if this game was picked, you would like Buffalo. You still think Buffalo wins this game? And I'm yes. not even saying I disagree, right? But why do you still like them here in this spot? Because you have a veteran quarterback there who's not going to be scared to take a snap, call a play, and oh my goodness, I'm looking over my shoulder. He's there for one reason. He's a table setter. He's a placeholder. He knows there's no pressure on him. Let's go and play well. I'm not playing for a job to be the starting quarterback of the Bills. I'm just playing to get a win in this spot. And also, it shows the depth of that Bills football team. They're star studs all over that team. So if you can have time in the pocket, guys are going to be wide open. Now, you're right. Josh Allen is a ridiculous athlete and really makes the Buffalo Bills go. But there's no reason that Case Keenum can't come in and throw for 250 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception, and you still win this game being at home. But also... Speaks to maybe a bigger picture here. I felt like like entering into the season, I was one of the more bigger cheerleaders on the Minnesota Vikings. I know what Kirk Cousins can deliver you outside of that monster pressure moment, which you're not going to get every week, 17 games in an NFL season. And also, they have very good wide receivers, very good running backs, and he can play with the best of them on any given time outside of a primetime game, which last time I checked, Kevin, 1 o'clock start here for the Buffalo Bills. But I do think it's that Minnesota Vikings not getting the love and the respect that maybe they deserve as being one of the better records in the NFL, a measuring stick game per se, which we might not even get because here's here's the case. Minnesota Vikings going to beat the Buffalo Bills. Well, what did you want them to do? Josh Allen didn't play. Minnesota Vikings get beat by Case Keenum in the Buffalo Bills. Pop! Hmm. Team stinks. They might not even make the playoffs now. Yeah, well, it wouldn't go that far. But I get your point, right? I mean, it, it would be a situation where people are like, we told you they're fraudulent, right? Yeah. Which yes, is correct. I think Minnesota, to a degree, does need the game, right? And I don't disagree. If they win it, you will hear a lot of, ah, it was Case Keenum. It'll depend how they win it, right? I want to. I specifically would like to see what we get from Minnesota's offense here up against an elite defense, because if you look through this schedule here, right from Minnesota, the best defense they've played without without a question is the Philadelphia Eagles, and they scored seven points. 
Kirk Cousins threw three interceptions, and people, by the way, to try and discredit the Eagles, go, ah, what do you want them to do? It was a Monday night, as if that's some type of reasonable excuse. But outside of that, it's been a lot of bad defenses that Minnesota has played here. Josh Allen doesn't play defense, which is why this total checks in at 43 and a half, which makes, again, for a really fascinating situation. We continue to wait on the Josh Allen news. One team that's going to look to potentially capitalize on a Bills loss, maybe a couple Bills losses, would be the Miami Dolphins. We're also 6-3, and three, though they have a win over this Buffalo Bills team. Right now, if we look at the standings, the Bills, uh, because of their bye week, have just played one less game, right? But a Miami Dolphins, or I think even the New York Jets, could jump in front of the Buffalo Bills if they win their game and then are the Jets on a bye this week? I think the Jets might be on a bye, but you get the point, right? Buffalo with a loss. All of a sudden, this division has a big-time different look this week. So the Miami Dolphins are a three-and-a-half-point favorite against the Browns. The, ba- the Browns are off of a bye. They just played two weeks ago on a Monday night, dominated the Cincinnati Bengals. Big total, 49-and-a-half. Do you trust Miami in this spot? Is Miami – I mean, can, can they make a legitimate push here at this division crown? You know, it's it, it's a good. I, I do think they can make a legitimate push because that offense is really good. And if you can just ramp it up and say, "Well, who's covering any of my wide receivers?" and now we have a decent running game to back it up, they're going to be in it to win it. Trust me on that. And specifically, if Josh Allen, we get injury news or information, he rushes back, he plays this weekend, he sits this weekend. Maybe it's a three week injury. We don't know anything coming out of Buffalo right now. So maybe Miami does have a little bit of a leg up here in the division. But if I'm looking at this game on the outset, the FanDuel Sportsbook opened this, Kevin, at a minus four and a half. You know what sits today? Three and a half. It feels like they're not getting a lot of respect because it's not so much that you're worried about the Cleveland Browns. They get Denzel Ward back this weekend, which you can't get him back fast enough when you're trying to sort of have an upper echelon cornerback to try to chase down Waddle and Tyreek Hill on the outside. But is this more respect for the Cleveland Browns and the talent they have if they put it together? Or is this us not believing in? Like, why should we not be believing in the Miami Dolphins? You've brought this point up quite a bit. Take away the games that Tua Tagovailoa wasn't playing all the way through or starting in games. Okay, maybe they struggle a little bit. Most teams struggle without their starting quarterback. Now, plug Tua Tagovailoa this year into that offense. It is ramping up and down the field and scoring points left and right. And last time I checked, the Cleveland Browns weren't bringing to the table a dominating defensive Mm. set that can win. And also, this game is on the road. You know, I wouldn't even have been surprised if Miami was a a three-and-a-half-point favorite in Cleveland here, but they're a a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. This line makes me scratch my head a little bit. Now, granted, Cleveland's got a very good offense. They can get after. They can run the football. A couple decent wide receivers. The Joku's probably not going to come back this week at tight end. But they've shown that they can score. And Miami's defense is okay at this point. But I look at that three-and-a-half and go, boy, it seems short. It does. I think Cleveland is a difficult team for me because you never want to get too trapped up right in anyone's last game, but their last game, they dominated Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And we know that there is talent on the roster that suggests they should be able to have performances like that. It's a tough task in front of them here when we look at the Miami Dolphins, right? But they, they have a lot of talent on that roster. Miles Garrett is still clearly one of the best football players, full stop, right, in this league. It's going to be interesting to see how Miami's offense is able to deal with just kind of an elite, elite pass rush, if that's what we get there. This game, to me, points towards an under. Every game in South Beach this year has gone under the listed total. I know two has missed two of them, but he didn't miss another two, and those went under the number of the Browns, two of their three road games this season, under as well. I'll mention Tyreek Hill, the favorite to an offensive player of the year, on pace to become the first ever 2,000-yard wide receiver in league history. Every game that he plays factors in now to that race. We will see if he is able to keep that going. He's already at 1,100 receiving yards. Maybe he's man. right. Two Absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently <laughs> so. Uh, we'll take a break and hit more games on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. A lot of football still to break down. We'll start in Tennessee. Uh, as they host the Denver Broncos, Broncos are coming off of a bye. This is another spot where we're looking to uh, get some final word on the quarterback position. As we see this two and a half following along practice reports, uh, is your expectation we're going to have Ryan Tannehill playing for Tennessee? And, and if yes, then are you trusting the Titans in this game? Uh, I do think we get Ryan Tannehill back, but I'm not trusting the Titans in this game. Do we think it's going to be an offensive explosion on both sides? Probably not. But if you're going to say, okay, I was really worried about Russell Wilson's shoulder injury. I was really worried about Russell Wilson's hamstring injury. Maybe some of those fears are set aside because they won their last game. They went on a bye. You get a couple weeks to relax and also get back into that playbook here for Nathaniel Hackett. I don't know what to believe from the Titans because if you're looking from a perspective of, all right, you definitely don't want to have Malik Willis back there because that just turns into I'm going to hand the football all 45 times and we get what we get. But if Ryan Tannehill is rushing to come back in this, we already know he's not a prolific passer that's really going to open up the offense, and your wide receivers don't give you any reason to believe that you can even open up the wide receiver position or open up that offense even if you're healthy at the quarterback position, which it doesn't look like Tannehill is. So if he's a little bit bulky on that ankle – I haven't liked the Detroit, you know, the, excuse me, the uh, Denver Broncos in a lot of spots this year. But I got to tell you, in a toss-up game situation where if I can get Russell Wilson healthy, which we're predicting he is going to be for this game, over what I get out of the Tennessee team at quarterback, I got to lean Denver Broncos. Even if I lose Bradley Chubb on defense, that's still a really good secondary here that you're going to struggle to score if you're Tennessee. Yeah, I agree. I think Denver's going to be able to limit this team. You know, it's it's very odd because. You know, you've talked a lot about the decrease in passing expectations for quarterbacks around the league, right? Mm -hmm. Ryan Tannehill for the year is averaging 182 yards per game throwing the football, right? And it's we've kind of like accepted that's like, ah, of course, that's what Ryan Tannehill is. They just always run the ball. Last year, he threw the he threw for over 220 yards per game, and the year before that, it was almost 240 yards per game. I don't know if he is a victim of this league. I don't know if it's because A.J. Brown is in Philadelphia. I don't know if he's got worse. I don't know if it's more Derrick Henry. But he has not been anywhere near the guy that he was the first couple of years that he came in and really helped turn things around in Tennessee. This is a team that has been winning in spite of their quarterback position because, again, with Malik Willis, they were 1-1 and and, and, were able to cover both of the games that they did play with Malik Willis. So exceeded expectations in both of those spots. But I do think this is a good spot for the Broncos here. I think the bye week matters. And I also think that Russell Wilson as a dog has been a reliable bet. Not just covering 65% of the time as a dog in his career. How about 3-1 and one against the number this year as an underdog with the Denver Broncos? He's just been a great dog. That's who Russell Wilson is, and that's what we've seen. Let me ask you big picture. If we do see a loss here from Tennessee, that would be two in a row. And then you again look at the next three at Green Bay on a Thursday, home against Cincinnati, at Philadelphia, 
Not saying they're going to lose all three, but all of a sudden it looks real dangerous here. Do If I gave you Tennessee or the field, how much stock are you putting into the field right now in the South? I, I, not much. I mean, honestly, not much. Yeah, and maybe that would change if the Indianapolis Colts. And again, I, I don't like Matt Ryan at quarterback, but when you, it's almost like saying like, okay, well, let's toss it up. And I thought you're actually going to go maybe even a different direction going, Hey, the Tennessee Titans lose the next three. They go to Malik Willis. Well, then the Colts would stand up and the Jaguars. Like, That's fantastic. That just happened. But how bad that division is. It just feels like if the Titans play 500 football, the rest of the way out, nobody's going to touch them. Yeah, I, 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 that to me, I agree. I do not think they can finish with eight wins, and mm-hmm. that's enough to me. Because that's Maybe. pretty much what I see the Colts capping out at, and they already have the tiebreaker over Indianapolis sweeping them. Giants-Texans is an interesting one. Giants off of a bye as well. Five-and-a-half-point favorite. People have been wondering, hey, when are the Giants going to get respected on a spread? Is this the most disrespectful Giants spread of the season? That it's only five and a half against the Houston Texans. Have you watched the Texans this year? Play the game of their lives against the Birds to cover a 14-point number. Still ultimately lost the game by 12. If you look at their road spreads this year, the only time it wasn't a touchdown was against the Chicago Bears. It was plus three. And that was a Bears team at the time that was being booked as low as anybody in the National Football League. It's a six and two Giants team. It's five and a half. Laying the number here against the Texans. It, it just seems like, what is this, the battle of the running backs here? You know, Pierce on one side, and you get Saquon Barkley on the other, and there's no other playmakers on the field. That's what it feels like. But I think you're going somewhere, and it does make me chuckle a little bit. Like, that is an ultimate disrespect line for the Giants. You look at their record, how they've been able to hang around in games and take down some pretty good football teams here in 2022, rested and coming off a bye, and the NFL's like, yeah, man, they're not that good. Now, we know the Giants aren't that good. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors that goes into it. But are we led to like I can't believe this, and I need to see this, and probably it's going to happen. Like the Giants and the Texans at tied at like thirteen late in the fourth quarter, it just feels like maybe Daniel Jones rolls out of pocket, picks up twenty yards, they kick a field goal, wins this game. But my goodness, five and a half for you at home, not on the road, Kevin, at home. Like the Eagles were fourteen point favorites on the road on a Thursday night, the toughest environment to play in as a football team in the NFL. And now you have a rested and ready Giants team at home, and they're favored by five and a half. It looks like nobody's even trusting them at that price. It's hard. Like, I want to take the Texans because if you have a five and a half point number, you're not betting the Texans to keep it close. You're actually thinking the Texans have a legitimate chance to win this game. And I don't, that's just a bridge too far for me at this point. It would have to be Giants or nobody, but I do get a chuckle out of that line here with the disrespect. Well, Daniel Jones now in this game for just the third time in his career will be over a field goal favorite. He is covered in neither of the first two attempts at it. Lost one of the games outright. It wouldn't surprise me if the Texans cover here. Not in the slightest. Mm. It's but that's by the way, if you go through and, and, and run off that kind of early Giants schedule, right, when, when we got here and they hosted, right, Carolina. Insanely, they were a one-point home dog. They host the Chicago Bears as a three-point favorite. There were light numbers there. Now, they were able to win uh, against the Bears by eight. It's just I don't necessarily line up the Giants winning by a zillion. I'll add this as well. Uh, Giants home unders, 15 of the last 16 games have gone under for the New York Giants. And uh, with Daniel Jones in his career, 17-6 and six to the under uh, at home, 23 and a half is their team total. It's not that they can't. They themselves just won't get to 24 because that's just who they are. The Texans are terrible. Anybody can get to 24 on them. But the Giants, if they're up by a lot, will hold. If they come out slow, I think it's a nice little spot there to look at a team total towards the under. How about another interesting spot here on this board? Steelers Saints. I'll tell you this right now. We have our pick six coming up next segment. I did not do the Steelers as a money line dog because there was a couple bigger spots out there. Not much bigger, to be honest with you, with what I picked. But yeah, I, I, it almost felt like stealing to me. How are the Steelers an underdog in this football game? And I, I want to. I feel like I got to be falling into a trap. But then I notice here on the FanDuel Sportsbook statistic page, 
the percentage of the bets are coming in on New Orleans. Percentage of money's on Pittsburgh. So apparently I'm sharp. How about that? Pittsburgh's the sharp side in this game. Why are the Steelers not favored here against the Saints? Am I, am I missing something? I guess we're just worried about their offense and Kenny Pickett at this point where they just don't trust them at all. You know, offensive line under par, quarterback position still young. They're going up against a veteran. Andy Dalton's not the greatest quarterback. We know that, but he's played a lot of football. He's not going to be shaken by going into Pittsburgh. And also the wide receiving core now down Chase Claypool hasn't really performed all that well this year anyway. Now you might be getting T.J. Watt back on defense for the Pittsburgh Steelers, which if he's 100%, that is a massive win for the Pittsburgh Steelers defensive side, particularly just getting after the quarterback and not a mobile quarterback there in Andy Dalton. But that, that tells you a lot. But also keep in mind, you're right. This line opened up at minus three as a favorite for the road team here. New Orleans Saints down to minus one and a half. It's the game. And every, each week you're going to get a game that you didn't really cap all that much because you didn't see a side. This was one of those for me. You want to talk about a true, like, flip a coin, coin toss where I can say, hey, you know what? Kenny Pickett was bad. He's a rookie. They lost. And you can also see, like, man, New Orleans, what a terrible season they have. Lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I understand it's hard to line up like Kenny Pickett's smash spot. He's thrown for 303. Mm. I I get you, right? Mike Tomlin in his career, 14-6 and six straight up off of a bye. He's 16-3-3 against the number as a home dog in his career. You can't find a spot. The Saints have not covered a road game yet. I just I cannot believe that this is the number. I, I really can't. I, it, just, it doesn't feel right to me. I think the Steelers win the game here off of a bye. It feels like a great spot to back Mike Tomlin. There's a lot of people out there that probably would have thought, oh, maybe this will be when we get the picket debut, right? Run a combination of Trubisky and Rudolph out there for the first eight weeks of the season, and then Pickett comes off of a bye. You would like to believe this is probably the best Kenny Pickett we'll see. Full week of preparation, focusing in on the New Orleans Saints. If this coaching staff still is... What I think it is, which is obviously a lot of a lot of good guys in the room, just not a lot of enough of talent, I think, to be successful, then they have Pickett prepared for this spot. And that last thing that you mentioned there, TJ Watt. One of the few non quarterbacks that might be worth a field goal to a spread. If they confirm TJ Watt is in, this line might close with the Pittsburgh Steelers as a favorite. What are you shaking your head at? You put Mitchell Trubisky in there, minus seven Steelers. Book it. Let's go, Steelers. Let's go. Here we go, Steelers. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously not true, man. <laughs> that's not true at all. We'll pick six coming up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Back to right here on SportsGrid, taking a look at a couple of other games here before we get to our pick six. Rams-Cardinals 
is one that we have to make sure we get to. But we don't have a lot of information, so it makes the breakdown a little difficult for us. One and a half point lines. I heard uh, the pro football doc say that if Kyler plays, he's likely immobile. Mm. Not great for Kyler. We don't know if it's going to be Stafford or not. We, it's Friday. This is this is probably a tough game for us here to to try and really tr- break down truly. A- any thoughts with how it sits? Rams one and a half point favorite. I think you're getting a little bit of value here on the Rams. Now, let's just play this out because we don't know which quarterback is going to play, but it seems to me the better chance to be effective in the game, it sounds wild, but it's actually Matthew Stafford, where if he gets cleared on a Saturday or a Sunday morning, he's not going to have any, you know, other check marks to go through. He's not going to go on the practice field or go out in the stadium early and say, let me work out to see if I'm okay. He'll be cleared. But that's the thing that you worry about here with a quarterback that's so mobile like Kyler Murray. I told you yesterday, it's very interesting to me where I'm actually sort of hoping like Kyler Murray is the starting quarterback if you like the Rams. You say, that's crazy, Don. Would you just let him out of the game altogether? No, because I would want him in the game hampered where I know he can't do everything he wants to do, which makes him so special at times. I can only look towards the Rams in the spot. Even if the Rams go with a backup quarterback, I probably would still like them this game because I'll lean on their defense much, mm-hmm. much more than I will that Cardinals defense. I think that's fair. It's kind of funny, right? Like, if Stafford plays, as you said, there's no injury mm-hmm. designation coming. And yeah. all of a sudden, if the Cardinals are like, yeah, we're, you know what? It's a bad idea to force Kyler. It's like a touchdown spread all of a sudden, right? So mm-hmm. I think it's. I think what I would say is, if you like the Rams, you bet it now. This is not going to go to Rams plus three. I don't think Kyler is going to be healthy enough to be a field goal favorite on the road against John Wofford. So if you like the Rams, I'd get him now. I think it only goes in their direction. I'll add McVay in his career against the Cardinals. Dominant 11-1 straight up, 10-1-1 against the number against Arizona. A chance, obviously, to continue that. Last one here, Bears-Lions, the Justin Fields game. Justin Fields, field goal favorite, 48-and-a-half. Is the over-under. He's coming off of the single highest rushing performance for a quarterback in the history of the National Football League. What do you expect here from the Bears and the Lions? Could this be where weather favoring the Chicago Bears? Now, hear me out on this. Obviously, we know the Detroit Lions are a dome team, and the Chicago Bears play outside in the Windy City, but we're actually going to get mid-30 degree temperatures here in Chicago. Maybe some winds there that might affect passes, but if we're looking for one team that probably is more effective at passing would be the Detroit Lions than the Chicago Bears. Maybe some people are just going to lean on, I'll take the more athletic quarterback that can actually rush for 150 yards in some of the games, and he was dominant in his last game, Kevin, without needing a lot of yards through the air, but I'm going to keep this simple on this one. It's just the Chicago Bears being favored by a field goal perplexes me a little bit. Somebody has to be favored because two teams are playing, and I'm not even advocating that the Detroit Lions should be favored in this game, but it's one of those where I don't see either one of these teams deserving to be favorites in many football games. I'll take the points in this one and the Detroit Lions, and hopefully maybe a little bit more play out of DeAndre Swift in this game. I don't know if he's still injured at this mm-hmm. point. Didn't play a lot of snaps last week. We were led to believe he was healthy. But that'll give two good running back options, some solid wide receivers, and Jared Goff has shown a propensity to play decent football against bad defenses, which the Chicago Bears are. Yeah, the, the Bears' defense certainly not great. It's what has allowed a, a lot of high-scoring games now. Well, their offense has obviously picked it up, but we've seen kind of back-and-forth affairs in their last two. Gave up 35 to Miami, 49 to the Dallas Cowboys. We've got a, fo- a total here at 48 and a half. Just think about what this total would have been if not for the Bears' resurgence, though, right? This feels mm, like it's true. 42 and a half, and, and the Bears have certainly figured it out, but divisional unders this year, we've talked about that quite a bit, uh, hitting at a monstrous, monstrous rate this season, almost 70%. I'll add this quickly. Uh, Jared Goff, outside, outside it's been awful he's played one game this year by the way not in a dome jared goff would love being a houston astro and they were shut out in that one game outside by the way which was up against of course the new england patriots jared goff in his last 11 road starts oh 10 and one straight up he's yet to win back-to-back games as a detroit lion he's only had two tries at it by the way which is not great and Justin Fields uh, is 2-0 and uh, straight up in games he's been favored in. So I do expect the Chicago Bears to win this game. Donnie, I'm, I'm sure you'll agree. I'm sure, I'm sure you will. 
as we head into our pick six. Again, as always, touchdown score, money line dog under alt line yards prop, and a teaser game. It is week 10. There is excitement. There's a lot to get to. So break it down for us your pick six. Let's get after it and have some fun here on a Friday. Last week, by the way, in the pick six, five and one. Go figure, the only one I lost, which I'm on a multiple game losing streak now here of my money line dog. But I have found the miracle potion here on picking guys to actually score touchdowns. And we're going to start right there. Saquon Barkley. Let me tell you something right here on Saquon Barkley. He's going to dominate in this game. He's probably going to have close to 30 touches. He will find the end zone and also maybe looking forward to a name change on his first name to a correct spelling, K-Dub. I know you'll back that up here for us. Come on now. Saquon, elite game. He's in the end zone. Bet it, forget it. You're going to take this one down. Number two, Moneyline Dog. Yes, the Detroit Lions, a plus 126 price against those Chicago Bears. It's very simple to me. Neither one of these teams deserves to be the favorite. Both of these teams I anticipate being in a close game. And how about this? I'm going to trust Jared Goff a little bit more than I do Justin Fields here. You got it. Winner outright, Detroit Lions. Because as you know, Dan Campbell would like to say, we're going to take these teams out into the deep water and drown them. They're drowning the Chicago Bears on Sunday in the Windy City. 35 degrees, too, at that point here. The under, Packers-Cowboys. I'm taking it under the 43. You say, whoa, Aaron Rodgers in that offense. K-Dub expects him to bounce back with a big performance. Maybe so. Hey, you're going to stop that high-flying Dallas Cowboys offense with Dak Prescott that's actually healthy now. The key to winning the football game for both sides. Neither one of these defenses stopped the run all that well. Ground and pound, tick-tock, tick-tock on the clock. This game stays under the 43. And how about this? A little bit of love for the Jacksonville Jaguars. K-Dub would like this. I've been hot on this one. All lines for the past couple weeks, cashing in at close to 2-1. to one. I'm going to take another one at plus 196. That's the Jacksonville Jaguars staying around a field goal against the Kansas City Chiefs. That plus 3.5 again. Again, plays close to two to one. My yardage prop, which isn't up yet, which feeds into my under here with the Green Bay Packers taking on the Dallas Cowboys. If Aaron Jones needed x-rays on his ankle just the previous week, maybe A.J. Dillon's going to get 12 to 15 carries in this one, and he should get into the 40 range where I anticipate this running prop to be. He'll go over that number, and finally, how about this? I've hated on this team the entire way, but you got to know when you have a pretty good thing, and that's the Denver Broncos at more than a touchdown against the Tennessee Titans. I'll take them with the 8.5 looking to go 6-0 and this week in my pick six contest. What you got, K-Dub? Not bad. Uh, The teaser spots this week, I thought there were a lot of interesting ones. I want to add something I found uh, as I was going through some research here. I couldn't believe my eyes. Over the last three weeks, oh, yeah, yeah, trust. Don't worry about it, pal. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're you're good. Over the last three weeks, there have been 42 anytime touchdown scores with a minus price, right? Over those three weeks, only 16 found the end zone, which means 26 did not. It's the worst stretch of the season for minus-numbered anytime touchdown scores. And somehow you hit a four-leg chalk parlay on anytime touchdown scores two weeks ago. I have no idea how that happens. I have no idea how you miraculously found a way, Mm. despite the fact where basically every minus guy is not finding the end zone. You picked four Mm. out that cashed in. Don had opened this season. So this is week 10. First four weeks, I'm pretty sure. The touchdown market beat him over the head. It's It's never he finds his home, and he puts my job on the line, apparently, if his guy doesn't score. Austin Eckler did score. Yeah, it's a, listen, it was a that's why I was out now, Tuesday. Two they were actually Ooh, they, true. Yeah, people people were, were checking some things. Did he really score? <laughs> they weren't so he sure. He scored twice. So Does that to, count? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, well, I got a bonus day off is what happened actually cuz he scored that's true. twice. That's, that's, true. Good that's point. how I got out of that. Uh let's hit some pick six action here for the people. Touchdown score. Jonathan Taylor. I think Jonathan Taylor has a really big game here. The Vegas Raiders have been giving up touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. Two to ETN last week. Three to Alvin Kamara the week before. Also, they've given up three quarterback touchdowns this year. Keep an eye on the Sam Ellinger price as well. Moneyline Dog, Denver Broncos, plus 126. If it's Malik Willis, I think they might close as a favorite. If it's Ryan Tannehill, it's similar to what Donnie said about Kyler Murray. I don't think he's going to be 100%. I think he turns the football over against what's going to be a really difficult defense for him. And Russell Wilson's been really good as a dog. I like Denver off of the bye week here. The under, Bears-Lions under 48.5. Divisional unders, 
I think this is a little inflated from what we've seen with the most recent Chicago Bears games, and I'm not trusting Jared Goff a single bit. I'm not trusting him one bit outside. I have no reason to. He's yet to score a point outside this season. Altline, you know how Donnie's hot in these? Legitimate chance I've hit none of these all year long. (laughs) The first year we did this, this worked great. Alt totals over, blah, 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 boom. Things were cashing. Not work this season. We're just going to keep trying, though. That's all right. Niners Chargers over 48.5 plus 138. We've talked about it, though. 10 of 13 games with a total underneath 50 have gone under over the total with Brandon Staley as the head coach there. Chargers, I think, have a really good chance to hang around with this total. And I think the Niners, if they want to, can get into the 30s. I know sometimes it's a matter of them wanting to. I'm hoping the Chargers can push them enough and get this game towards a 50-range spot. Yards prop, Jalen Waddle, 67.5. Jalen Waddle is 6-0 and to his receiving prop over the number in games that Tua starts and finishes. It's a better record than Tyreek's numbers in terms of winning percentage with Tua Tungavailoa this season. Jalen Waddle, because his number has to stay a little bit lower due to the fact that Tyreek's going out there for 140 yards a game, and you get some great value on Jalen Waddle at 67.5. Last spot here, teaser game, Steelers, plus 7.5. I think they win the football game. I think they should be favored in the football game. The fact that I'm going to get a touchdown with Mike Tomlin against Andy Dalton in his own building off of a bye, I think is fantastic stuff here. What are you moaning and groaning about? Only if it was yeah, I mean, Trubisky starting? No, it's. I mean, most people aren't going to trust Tomlin in a situation like that. I don't know why you're doing <laughs> the same thing with a touchdown at this point. I think that's the general no, thoughts a, out here, the people watching yeah. and listening. No, I'm sure there's a lot of people saying, now listen, Frank Reich was coaching this game with Trubisky on his center. seven and a half alt line. Come on now. That's the way we're all going. I mean, Steelers might be favored to win a Super Bowl if they make just a couple of changes according to your eyesight there. Can I I throw this in since we haven't had the chance to talk about this Mm -hmm. at all? Yeah. What do you think goes through Jameis Winston's mind? on a week-in and week-out basis. Like, Andy Dalton has had multiple performances that would bench any quarterback, and Jameis cannot get his job back for the life of him. We need a book. Like, somebody has to do a deep dive into what actually happened where it looked like they were going to bring him along slow, Jameis Winston, hand him the keys because he learned how to not throw interceptions only to get hurt, and then he's not throwing interceptions. The other guy's throwing interceptions. He can't get onto the field. There has to be something deeper here. It's a good point you bring up because what is re- – and also, well, you can't put him back in. They're 7-1. and one. No, they're not. They stink. They're terrible. They're a, they're a yes. terrible three and six team. He threw two and it's not even a question. Like sixes. Dennis Allen's, like, hey, you know what? No, 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 no. It's Andy Dalton. What are you yeah. kidding me? Why would we ever change this up? Like those two two pick sixes against Arizona. Jameis Winston should have been out there to start the second half against the Cardinals. Yeah. They gave yeah. him another chance against Vegas, no problem. Then on a Monday night, he was awful again, and they're like, man, I, to get on the only reason we're he competitive. Take the LASIK out of his eyes and put him back in there. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. 
No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. All right, last segment of the week here for the early line, right on the Sports Grid Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. As usual, Donnie and Kevin here, carrying you through from 7 to 9 a.m., setting up that big weekend and the rest of your Sports Grid day. Now, we're going to hand it over shortly here to the morning after and Ben Stevens. A lot covered today. The NFL, obviously, most prominent here on this weekend schedule. Big-time college football card tomorrow, college basketball, all throughout the weekend. But every once in a while, topics come up that you know I get passionate passionate about and maybe some over passion comes through we talk about the bowl season in college football and why it needs to be changed and why it shouldn't be there in its current form we're going to talk the rose bowl coming up right now listen up Ah, yes, the granddaddy of them all. If anybody knows anything about Donnie Wrightside, follows him on Twitter, has watched any part of the programming here on the Sports Grid Network on the early line, any shows I appear on, or even the afternoon on Moneyline. You know I can't stand the bowl season. It has to go away. It's absolutely meaningless. It's not 1955 anymore where the boys from up north are going to play in the Citrus Bowl to get some sunshine, and the boosters are going to follow them down there. They are all meaningless outside of the playoffs here. So here's where the crux of my argument comes into. The Rose Bowl. Trying to negotiate their way into the expanded playoff. Nobody cares about the Rose Bowl anymore and the granddaddy of them all. Nobody wants them with exclusive rights with them actually thinking they can hold up the college football expansion, playoff expansion, because they're so important. And it wasn't so long ago where the Big Ten and the Pac-12, who stunk at football until the resurgence of Ohio State, used to actually tell you, oh, look at this, we'd rather go to the Rose Bowl than actually go to the college football playoff or playing the BCS championship game. We'll keep them there then. Keep the Big Ten and the Pac-12 separate and go play a meaningless Rose Bowl game. But the fact that the Rose Bowl still thinks they own or have the chops in college football as if they matter, talking about you can't break up the Tournament of Roses parade before the Rose Bowl. It's what we've always done. Exactly. Out with the Rose Bowl. In with the expanded playoffs. Goodbye, Rose Bowl. Nobody cares about you. It's not 1955. Stay tuned here on the Sports Grid Network. Ben Stevens is coming up next. He'll support that approach. Bye, Rose. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.